a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Story Connect, the podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Smith, and we are recording live here at the Kentucky Telecom Association annual meeting in Lexington, Kentucky. And I am delighted to have as my guest on this episode, Mr. Keith Gabbard. Keith is the CEO of PRTC, People's Rural Telecommunications Cooperative, uh, located in the community of McKee, Kentucky, serving uh, Jackson and Owsley counties and uh, that general area in the eastern part of the state. Uh, Keith, it's great to have you today. Good to be here, Stephen. Thank you for inviting me. Keith Gabbard is, uh, in PRTC, is consistently held up as a uh, as a model for a company that's doing it right when it comes to uh, installing fiber. And as we get started, before we talk about uh, the importance of talking about what you're doing and telling your story, I want to get Keith to uh, share with us a little bit of where they have uh, come from just in the past few years with their fiber build out. Yeah, we have, uh, we've come a long way. Uh, probably over the last six years, uh, we made a decision to, you know, to upgrade our cable system and also, more importantly, our broadband speeds to do a fiber to the home build out. And I think we started about 2008 and, and uh, we serve all of two counties, Jackson and Alsley County, uh, the cities and the county. Well, the towns. I probably couldn't call them cities, but hmm. uh, and uh, and at the end of 2014, we completed that build out, and then we actually, with with some help from the federal government and some grant monies, and uh, we were able to build fiber to the home gigabit network to actually 100% of our customer base throughout both counties. And and as you know, you know our counties are uh, two of the poorest in the country, if not the state, and. Uh, and the economy's not great there, and, and uh, we think, uh, you know, what we're trying to do there is uh, improve our uh, way of living and make it a better place to work and live, and, and we think this fiber build-out is one way that we can help do that. And you're one of those examples, Keith, of uh, living in the community, you've been there your whole life, you have family all over, and uh, you see that story played out with the, with the rural telcos especially. Um, why is that quality of life and, and, and that being your hometown, that being your home area, how does that play into not just um, you and your perspective, but you know, most of your employees, too, as they see the real impact of what they're doing in the community they grew up in? Well, I think like me, uh, I was fortunate enough to you know, go to high school there in, in my home county graduated, went to college. As soon as I got out of college, I was just really lucky enough to get a job there at PRTC. And, and most of our employees, almost all of them, grew up in the two counties we serve. So so they see the impact, good or bad, of the services we provide and the, how it can impact. And I think in the last few years, especially, how it can impact the quality of life. You know, most of the time when our communities are in the news, it's something about one of the worst places to live, one of the worst, uh, some of the unhealthiest people in the country, uh, worst roads, things like that. We hear a lot of bad things about where we live. So I think I think our employees, our staff, and certainly I can take a lot of 
pride in building something that's not only good for our communities, but it's probably considered state-of-the-art throughout the country. And to be uh, uh, talked about in a positive way like that is really uh, is really something we can be proud of because we sort of grew up hearing a lot of negative about uh, our community and our people. Right. Well, a lot of telcos can point to different stories of um, the success stories, I guess, of, of having fiber uh, in the communities. But you have you have some pretty dramatic stories, especially when it comes to uh, developing a re- remote workforce. Uh, t- talk about some of those. Yeah, we we have uh, really been lucky about the, the Teleworks project, people working from home. We uh, just sort of by accident, we just finished our Fiber to the Home project. Uh, not many people knew about it because we weren't talking about it much then and didn't realize the value of talking about it at that time. And uh, had a meeting with a guy at the local electric co-op, a good friend of mine. He, he worked in uh, economic development. And somebody from my workforce development group, uh, EKSEP, wanted to meet with us. He got a grant and wanted to start a, a hub to train people to work from home. And he'd heard we had good broadband. He thought our county might be a good place to do it. So, you know, we, we had some things we needed to do, find a place for it and, you know, provide some financial system for rent and utilities and broadband and we, we were able to do that and it took a while to get it off the ground but it's just been a huge success and, and over the last two years you know probably close to 300 jobs have been created uh, in that teleworks hub and then the other county we serve uh, we kept talking about it at board meetings and our board was like board members from that county was like well we need one over here too maybe even worse and uh, you know within six months uh, we partnered with the same people, the electric co-op, the EKSEP. Actually got some grant money from, from SOAR in that uh, Kentucky initiative uh, to improve Eastern Kentucky life. And um, that thing started in July, I think, of last year. And that is a county of 4,500 people. And they have uh, almost 90 jobs created in that one uh, since July, not even a year old. So. So we've had, you know, close to 400 jobs created just in our two counties, work from home jobs. Uh, the fact that we've got really good broadband speeds, very helpful. Uh, but, you know, we've got a lot of people that need a job and uh, working from home is, uh, you know, the cost. Uh, you don't have to go to drive anywhere to go to work. And there's, there's a lot of uh, well, decreased expenses in that in addition, in addition to having a job. But we, you know, we've been lucky enough. We've we were on the cover of uh, NTCA's National Magazine uh, this last month, uh, a story about tele- working from home, and they featured our area and our company. And, and actually, the uh, the National Rural Electric Magazine had a, had a little article about it, uh, too. So, you know, we've got a lot of good publicity out of that. I mean, this is not about us getting good publicity, but it does, it is changing lives in a positive way. Well, something uh, you mentioned earlier that you didn't, at the beginning, didn't really understand the value of, of getting your story out there, uh, not just in your service area, but beyond. Um, something happened in Kentucky that really brought that to light, and of course that being the Kentucky Wired initiative. And uh, there was a point in there that you realized that a lot of people didn't even know that, uh, really what you were doing at all, right? Absolutely. I mean, when they... When the initiative to build a state fiber network 
came out, and uh, a lot of us in the rural telecom industry uh, thought to ourselves, well, in our area, what help is this? We've already done this. Uh, there's no need spending tax money to do something we've already done. And, and not just our area, but there's several rural telecoms. In Kentucky, they've done the same thing. So we were thinking, okay, we need to go to these meetings and tell these people what we've done. And we've been doing that a lot over the last couple of years. And, uh, and we've, we've started to get our message across to more and more people. I think more people realize that there's a 100% fiber network already built in these two counties. And maybe we, maybe we can even help in some surrounding counties. And some other companies are doing the same thing. They, Kentucky Wired has ended up partnering with you know, our East Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky group to help build some of these fibers. And, you know, it, really this Kentucky Wired initiative, although good for some counties, might not be good for others because, you know, it's going to take some state business away from some of the incumbent companies that have those businesses now. But we're trying to figure out a way to turn that turn that, that small portion of it being a negative into a positive by partnering with them leasing them some fibers, maybe even going out in some other areas and, and helping serve some of the broadband needs of some surrounding counties. And, and we're certainly not the only company that's doing that. Several others are, are looking at that too. But, but the value of letting them know that people are already out here doing this and already have done it in many cases, uh, I think it took some people by surprise. And, and I had a visitor just a couple of weeks ago come to our company from uh, the state uh, economic development in Frankfurt didn't have a clue of what we were doing and, and I'm not saying necessarily everybody should but you know, we were happy to show them around and, and uh, show them a little video that, that you guys to help us make and uh, and you know show them what a fiber to the home network looks like. Well as uh, a result of you consistently being uh, willing to get out there and tell your story and just being consistent about that you've had uh, leaders of Congress visit there you've had the uh, FCC chairman at the time visit. You've had uh, national newspapers there. You've showed up as parts of articles in uh, a lot of different publications, haven't you? We have. It's really been amazing uh, over the last couple of years. I mean, we started out by, with us uh, being designated by the NTCA, Rural Broadband Association, a smart rural community. Uh, one, one of the first in the country to get that designation. And uh, the next year we were designated as a gigabit community and we had a big celebration you know promoting that and that was sort of our first experience in trying to hold a press conference for lack of a better word a community gathering to promote something that we've done ourselves we're typically in this industry or this is the way i was and most people that i talked to are the same way we like we try to do our job we try to do a good job we don't worry about bragging on ourselves for lack of a better word we we think other people will do that if, if we've done a good job but what you learn to realize is you have to get out there and, and tell your story, promote yourself, because these people don't know what you've done. We're small, we're insignificant uh, to national and state leaders in many cases, and if we don't share with them what we've done, we could we could be impacted ne negatively by some of the decisions they make. And you know, we had uh, as a result of that gigabit celebration, we had some staff from uh, Hal Rogers, our congressman, was at that event. And uh, just so happened, a few months later, Hal Rogers was coming to Kentucky and bringing the chairman of the FCC, and he picked our company to visit. And it was a big, really big day for us. And uh, if we hadn't had that gigabit celebration, they wouldn't have known about it because his staff told me later, like, this is really cool. And, and you know, they 
they called and texted their boss and said, you need to come here. Because he'd actually never been to our company either. He'd been, been to our town many times, but he never looked at what we were doing either. And uh, It was a really big day for us. We just... Uh, uh, we had an even bigger crowd that next time when the chairman came. Of course, that seems to bring more people. And we got, you know, we had some TV stations there, and there were several articles written about us. And uh, it's really grown from there. A lot of, a lot of, uh, we've got a lot of good press, and uh, we've learned that there's a lot of value in, uh, in uh, sharing your story that you might think everybody knows, but they don't. That's an excellent point that you. Sometimes it get a little snow blind, I guess, uh, at a telco when you think, well, I know all this. Surely everyone else does, too. But that's not the case, is it? It's not. I feel like I've told our story like a hundred times, but then there's still people out there that that don't know it. And, uh, you know, a lot of the other people here at this KTA conference are doing similar things, if not the same thing we're doing. And, and sometimes they'll joke with me that, you know, we're getting all these headlines. and But, you know, really, they're... We're just trying to be a spokesman for, for all these companies that are doing this because somebody needs to share that there's some really good work being done in rural America by, by small telcos. That's great. You're, um, you're also, I think, a very good example of the fact that communications doesn't stop in the communications department or with that local communicator that's often just a, a department of one uh, at a lot of the telcos but that management needs to be very involved in communications as well. Absolutely. I've always been, uh, you know, it's always been an interest of mine, PR, marketing, that kind of thing. But uh, you're right. I mean, the whole company needs to, to be involved in that. And certainly man- upper management needs to be because that's usually who people come to for quotes and things like that. And, uh, and the other folks that are just in that department, they may be doing a great job, but they're not the people that people are not seeking you out to look for. Uh, you're, you're trying to get out there and put the word out, and it's really a team effort. Really, all need to work together in that way, and and I think our company we're we're trying to do a good job of that with with the help of folks like you. Hmm. Thank you. What um, what lessons would you say you've learned? We have uh, a lot of communicators that listen to the podcast, but we have management that listen to the podcast as well. Um, what what bit of advice uh, or what lessons learned, I guess, could you give them that um, point to the value of what you've been through the last few years in terms of really getting your name out there? Something we didn't even mention earlier is uh, you've had a couple trips to the White House, too, that uh, a direct spinoff of just getting your name out there. But um, but what what would you say to those listening uh, that the, the takeaway would be to really, you know, the importance of getting out there and telling your story? I think, as I said earlier, do not be shy or bashful or afraid to do it because it's very important that our stories are shared and and you don't know who's going to hear that and what's going to come as a result of that. And, uh, you know, it started out with one or two little things with us and it's mushroomed into visits to the White House and visits, us visiting the White House, chairman of the FCC coming to visit, national magazines doing articles uh, based on our company and our area. And uh, you never know who might hear that. And uh, and again, our area is depicted so often in a negative way. Uh, it's, to, to me, it's even more important for Eastern Kentucky to, to, to put yourself out there in a positive way and don't be ashamed to tell the good things that you've done because... 
we've done some really good things, not just our company, but this industry. And and we need to tell people about it because in many cases, they don't know. And uh, they're not necessarily going to come seeking you if you don't get out there and tell your story. So it's, I mean, you guys know that because you're in this business, but it took me a long time to learn it. I've been with PRTC 41 years. I've been the CEO 21 years. And uh, I'm a little late to the game learning this message, but uh, better late than never. Mm. Yeah, and it's uh, when, when a, a regulator or a, you know, a policymaker, elected official, when, when they know your story and your story's in their background, uh, in, in, in the back of their mind, and they've seen the work that you do, makes it a lot harder for them to push for policies that they know is going to hurt you, right? Absolutely. And I was uh, visited uh, our congressman, Hal Rogers, just in March in our annual visit to Washington. There was like 15 of us went in there and in the room. And instead of us trying to start out the conversation, well, here's what we'd like for you to help us with. He spent the first 10 minutes asking me questions about how many jobs do you have in Teleworks now? I mean, how's things going there in Jackson and Alza County? I mean, I didn't have to. He already knew. And, uh, you know, that, that's invaluable, I think. Absolutely, it really is. The importance of telling your story, and uh, Keith Gabbard does a great job of that. Keith has been my guest today. He's the CEO of PRTC in uh, eastern Kentucky, based in McKee, serving Jackson and Owsley counties. And uh, we're recording here live at the KTA annual meeting in Lexington. And, Keith, we really appreciate you being with us today. Thanks for inviting me, Steve. Appreciate it. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast. I'm Stephen Smith, your host, and uh, be looking for other episodes that are being recorded here at the Kentucky Telecom Association annual meeting. And, of course, look for us on Apple iTunes, look for us on Stitcher, or go to storyconnect.com slash podcast to look at all the episodes. And we appreciate being part of this event. Until the next episode, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.